Dredging ATL coming to you from the lovely city of Atlanta, Georgia, going out to what I assume is the always sunny city of Los Angeles with Danelle. How's it going, Danelle? Uh, it's going pretty well. We've survived um, storm Mageddon. Um, I have to say, was that was that rain? Was that heavy? Was that heavy rain? Is, is yeah. that what that was? You, I mean, in your part of the world, you might say that it was heavy rain, but to us, <laughs> it was the storm of the century. I'm just saying. I don't know. Oh, my I don't know if I recover. I'll be able to tell my children, my non-existent children, about this one day. Just let them know. Listen, like, hey, it rained. I'm very happy that you survived it, Danelle. So you can be here with me to discuss trivial stuff like gaming, right? You, you moved, you mm -hmm. got through this Stormageddon to come and talk about gaming with me here. And you know, what's interesting is I really wanted to get at this because of the news that came out. And we, I've done shows for people who don't know. I've done a lot of shows in the past, and we've talked about this before over the years, of different consoles and if they will still be around and people seem to every generation. It's kind of like the end of days crowd, right? It's in the mm -hmm. days with somebody. Somebody right now thinks that we're in the end of somebody. days right now, today. They think Somebody's they think that doomsday we're in prepping. Days. Right. They're doomsday prepping. It's a whole industry now. And the thing is, is <laughs> like with, with, with gaming, it's the same thing. Like, hey, I mean, there won't be consoles ever again. And people said that a couple of console cycles ago. So mm -hmm. now we come up with Xbox. And this is kind of like um, brought it up, brought this back into the fore, I would say. With Xbox announcing that they're going to put their consoles on uh put some of their exclusives on other consoles i like put some of their exclusives on ps5 and people were on the internet going crazy like xbox is going out of business like what are they doing like and there yeah some people that were like um this is the end this is like there this is the canary in the coal mine so to speak like this is clearly mm -hmm. gonna be the end for the un uh uninitiated let me pop up my little instagram here all right, there we go. I had to pop that up in the corner, you know. So, so actually, I'm gonna log in to, to there one day. This is like your life. Um, yeah, you know what I mean. One day, I'm actually gonna like check on that. Um, <laughs> so let's go through the like the generational gap here, uh, for or generational recap, so to speak, for people for the uninitiated. So, of course, if you go all the way back uh, to the Nintendo days, I'm just gonna announce. I'm just gonna just say who I felt was the winner of those particular generations, kind of leading us up. We're gonna fast forward. We're not gonna. It's not gonna be a three-hour show with us going back <laughs> to Nintendo and, and recapping all the way up to, to now. Um, so you had the Super Nintendo or Nintendo in general. Then you had the Jagus. Uh, I don't really feel like Nintendo had many uh, competitors when it first came out, and then it comes to like the Super Nintendo and and Sega Genesis. Uh, that was a, a decent competition there. I still feel like Super Nintendo kind of came out on top of that. PlayStation uh, yeah. comes into uh, into its own. I want to say like mid '90s. I want to say you got the first PlayStation, and I think that Sony originally had made that try to do a deal with Nintendo. And it's, it's it's funny how some of these companies come about by trying to present their ideas to other companies, like Netflix when it tried to present mm -hmm. itself to Blockbuster, right? And Blockbuster's like, mm -hmm. "Get out of here, we don't need you now." You see what's going on. We'll do our um, own thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't need you. Right? We'll we'll just we'll form our own Netflix and yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting because Sony, I think, had to deal with. I don't. I think it was Nintendo was a company they had to deal with that made a a console for them. I'm not sure how that fell through. I'm pretty sure there's many uh, YouTube vids you can check out on the history of how why that fell through. But then it worked out very well for Sony because Sony started PlayStation mm -hmm. and the rest is history. Um. I'm going to fast forward a bit here because you do have the Nintendo systems in there. I wasn't a big GameCube guy, but GameCube and 64 and 64 yeah. are definitely in there. You know what I mean? They're in, they're legendary. 
legendary status. And we'll talk about Nintendo in its own right. I don't really feel like Nintendo competes with um, Sony and Microsoft. I feel like it's got its own lane to a, to a certain mm-hmm. degree. Um, so then you get to like the around 2000, you got PS4 and Xbox, which I feel like, or I'm sorry, PlayStation 2 and Xbox, which I feel like PlayStation 2 just kind of annihilated Xbox, but uh, Xbox was just <laughs> no coming into its own though, right? Like they were just, it, it was, uh, that was like their first release. So it's always hard when it's your first time and you're mm-hmm. going up against an industry titan that's been there for a few years and with an established base. So they go from PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 3. And this is where I believe like Sony kind of stumbled here, in my opinion, because Sony mm-hmm. got full of themselves, overcharged for the PS3, um, and in Xbox 360, I feel like won that console cycle. I feel like Xbox 360 was uh, they, had, they had Gears of War, they had um, of course Halo, which I think came over on the original Xbox. Um, then you go to PlayStation 4, which I feel like Sony kind of made up for, it, and I feel like with the Xbox One, Xbox got full of themselves. They were overcharging for their console, and <laughs> Sony came in and um, took that console cycle. And now that leads to the console cycle that we're in right now, you know which is with the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. Now, me personally, I like my Xbox. You know, I I didn't have an Xbox Lost console cycle. It wasn't enough exclusives for me. And we'll kind of touch on that, which I feel like is the heart of the issue with Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like Sony at this particular point in the game has so many installed, like God of War, um, Gran Turismo, so many, um, a lot of the Square Enix, Squaresoft games, when Square, I think it's been Square Enix since it's been on the, um, PlayStation, that were just con- exclusive to um, PlayStation, had Bloodborne, some From Software games that were exclusive to PlayStation. And I feel like Microsoft was trying to kind of correct this mistake by buying some major studios like Activision mm-hmm. Blizzard and stuff like that, because, you know, they have like Call of Duty and and, and stuff. And Bethesda who had like Skyrim, um, which has been made for like a million different things. Now, I don't know if you ever played Skyrim, but Skyrim is an, an amazing game uh, that's been made for like calculators. And it's going to be Skyrim on your refrigerator here at, 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 at <laughs> yeah. some point. It probably already is. <laughs> yeah, like, wait, there's probably some version of that we can find here somewhere. Um, but when we when we kind of go through the history, I kind of can see why we get to the conclusion that we're at where people will feel like, yeah, this Xbox is just losing, 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 losing. And mm-hmm. they're eventually going to go out of business, have to put their consoles. Like, you know, that happened with Sega and Sonic. Do you ever play any of those Sonic games back in the day? Of course. Sonic's all about it. Um, all them, Until they started doing the movie stuff, it kind of ruined the nostalgia for me. You, you didn't like them? You didn't like, really? You didn't like the movie? I know some people who really swear no. about those movies. You, you didn't like them? I mean, that's kind of how I feel about any kind of live action. Well, I've sort of live action adaptations. I'm just not, it, it just takes it away from You didn't me. know I'd Super Mario Brothers for you, huh? No. You didn't watch Super no, Mario? Oh, no. wow. Wow, I heard that. I mean, I watched it, of course. Did you? I so you watched it, it at least. Like, you did more than uh, me. You didn't like it? <laughs> oh, okay. With the Mario shirt, but you didn't watch any of the movies. <laughs> As I rock my Mario shirt, who I have not supported. Uh, but, but, but I do, I do play. So there is a Mario game. It's two because Mario Kart is still dope on the Switch, by the way. Mario Kart Mario is, still, dope. is yeah. still a great game to play. Still fun. And then they came out with Super Mario Wonder, uh, which I think Nintendo's come out with the latest Mario game, which I do play. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I can say that I do enjoy some of the late Mario games. I think that's one of the reasons that gives Nintendo kind of a heads up and puts them in a whole different category than um, yeah, you- Sony. Yeah, but you play for the games, not for the console. So Xbox making this move kind of makes sense. That's 
they're getting away from that, especially when you're trying to add to the stream wars and everything's online and on your phones and easy access consoles, you're carrying those around through the airport or anywhere you go. Nobody wants yeah, to do that. Yikes, right? Yikes. I yeah, was only going to be upping. Like I know you're one of those people. I packed it. <laughs> I packed it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like you would have a special carrying case. Do you have a case? I pack it. Yeah, of course. For, for, well, I had like a little, I had a system, man. So I had like this little like briefcase type thing. Where I could put my console in. I knew where my console was going to go. I knew where the uh, plug and all that stuff were going to go. I had like a, a system. So it got to the point where I was traveling with my console so much that I could just throw it, put that uh-uh. thing together. So real if fast. your bag was overweight, would you be looking at your console like, uh, we'll need this a little bit? Or would no, you man. Do I really the need these jeans, man? Do I need these jeans and these shoes? I don't think so. You know what I mean? I no. Well, then, then they're helping you stuff. out. They're they're doing you a favor there. So now you don't have to carry that around with you. <laughs> Very true. Because on my last trip, mm-hmm. when we when I was in uh, Korea, I, I did like gaming on my Xbox. When I went there, I went gaming on my Xbox um, Game Pass. And I gamed on the app. And that is something that, that's, that I feel like we talked about it before in the past. But one of the biggest hindrances to that in the past that we've talked about was the fact that broadband and and internet connectivity around the world is just not the same. I don't didn't know if it was at the place yeah. it needed to be to strongly support a, a cloud gaming situation. But as we get, mm-hmm. you know, we have gigabyte speeds and stuff like that. Now things are getting easier. I think I think it's getting mm-hmm. easier to right. support a, a gaming app. And you know what? Some TVs are coming with the app already on the television. Like you can have just like a Netflix, mm-hmm. you know, have a smart television. Xbox app. Yeah. Um, and I feel like even for the stuff that happened through the COVID, it was a really big boost to the gaming industry. A lot of people didn't have anything else to do but game. Um, and so like a lot of eyes, more eyes were on them on, for that, especially when it comes to the internet service and all the kids needed to use the internet. That's been the best thing ever for the gaming industry. Now the U.S. government is making investments into infrastructure, which includes internet access and broadband yeah. and everything else. So more areas, gaming. Faster speeds, more gaming. So what do you need the console <laughs> No, let it go. <laughs> I, I feel like there will be a day. So it, it, it's and, and we can kind of see society movement. So there will that day will be coming at some point. Right. Um, when you look at other peripherals like the VCR, DVD, even Blu-ray or whatever, there's. There are they really. I mean, have you no. seen a Blu-ray player? When's the last time you saw a Blu-ray player? <laughs> what? What is Blu-ray? <laughs> like, what is this thing? I know, mm, I know. I know the fish because. Steve Irwin, what is it? Is the stingray close enough? Is that the same? <laughs> I, I, no. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's interesting is that we are, as a society, I guess, move away from having to carry around these things. So back in the day, for all mm-hmm. you kids out there, there used to be a thing <laughs> called a Walkman, and we had to carry that thing around with us. We're attached to our hip. It's like this thing. It was like that big, and we have it attached to our hip, and we were proud, but we we're showing that thing off, man. Like, look, I got my new Walkman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have a Walkman like this? It's coming like different colors, and then we like a little smaller and stuff like that. And now mm-hmm. you're streaming on your your phone, right? You, you you're trying to limit the devices. Less devices is better, I guess. Yeah, from yes. a humanity standpoint, it seems to be where we're going. So I'm not necessarily, um. I'm not knocking this because as long as the game, the game is ultimately what we're here for, Danelle, right? We're not necessarily here mm-hmm. just for the machine. The, the same thing with the movies yeah. or music, right? We're here for mm-hmm. the media, the content that's on the device versus carrying around the device itself. So it, you brought up a good point in the sense of like, do people want to carry around their consoles? As much as I was doing it, I don't re- necessarily recommend it. 
Um, it's not mm -hmm. easy to do. That's why you can have like a switch, a handheld. Cause I did, I gamed a lot of my switch. Um, when I was, when I was traveling, I usually go to my switch and my game pass now. So now I don't travel necessarily with the consoles. Like I used to now to be like, mm -hmm. I'll travel with a controller so that I can use my tablet, my controller for game pass. And then I'll do, yeah. um, my switch. You know, I'll game, I'll mm -hmm. game on there as well. So just so I can have some portability there. And a lot of people now gaming on their phones. Have you ever been like a phone gamer? There's a lot of phone gamers. That's a major industry. Yeah. I mean, even for some of the ads that I get on TikTok, it's a little games of people going by. I was like, oh, this seems like a cool game. They actually go download the game. Like, this is nothing like that. It's not what I wanted it to be. But they got, they got me <laughs> over and over again. Like, <laughs> But no, I feel like a lot of people are going to, it's just about the convenience and access and um, getting meeting people where they are. Uh, a lot of people were trying to, you know, get out and about, not just be at home. So, and gaming is more about the community anyway. So why don't you go to places and have it in groups? Everybody can log in the same thing and play. It's just a little That's bit easier. Uh, and you have a game called Power World, right? And it's kind of taking the world by storm that people are really loving it and playing. Um, I would say one it's thing more economical, well, more affordable for those who are low income. Now I don't have to buy a whole console. It's three, four, five hundred dollars. I'm saving me money. And they're thinking about the environment. So less plastic waste. Yes. <laughs> I would say they're ahead of the game. <laughs> they're wow. Wow. Being ahead of the game. We should name this. I'm going to name this episode that. And I will. Uh, we'll ahead of the game. I was <laughs> like going to talk about our consoles dying, but nobody wants to talk about consoles dying. We want to be ahead of the game. Um, what, what's Sometimes interesting is <laughs> when, it, when Xbox bought, I think, Activision, Blizzard, and Bethesda, they were really trying to answer some of the questions that people have had about their viability as a gaming company. Yeah. In the sense of you guys don't really have enough games coming out. Cause Sony, when you look at the PlayStation five versus the Xbox, I don't know, I'm just going to go on last year's number. They're out selling them something like three to one, something like that. You know, I think there was like over 20 million uh, PlayStation sold last year versus like 7 million for, for Xbox. So there, I can see why, Xbox would want to make a move to kind of appeal to that install base. And, and I will tell you, full disclosure, Microsoft as a company, I love. I love Microsoft. I love Microsoft as a company. I, I love it because I like Satya Nadella. I think he's a great CEO. He's, he's led that company very well. Um, this is kind mm -hmm. of like the investor in me talking here. Um, I think he's led that company very well. I like Phil Spencer and how he represents the Xbox, you know, universe in there. And the thing is, is that Microsoft is such a large company. If not, I think they overtook Apple. I'm mean, I think they still are as the largest company on earth. All right. When you yeah. have that much money, you can Xbox can be like a tax write-off. They're they're not depending on <laughs> it's whatever to them. Bring in the money like Azure does or uh or Azure does or as um the Microsoft Office and Windows and all the other things that they do you know, uh, mm -hmm. that make them money. I feel like Xbox is just not a major worry for them. Whereas when you're looking at a, a Sony or Nintendo, that is them, right? Like, and now mm -hmm. Sony, I'm pretty sure still has their media stuff that they do. Um, I don't, I think they still sell electronics. I'm not sure. You have a Sony, do you have any Sony electronics, yeah. like television or anything like that? Do you have your Walkman? <laughs> your your <laughs> Walkman. I, I do not. It's unfortunate. I had to let it go and like three moves ago. I'm so upset about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I guess 
electronics. That's the only thing I really know about Sony for besides the gaming. That that's pretty. Oh well, Sony Pictures, but I don't know if they are they still with actual Sony. They have some. I, I feel like their media else? is still decent. Like their their media yeah. presence, yeah. I feel I think is like okay. But mm -hmm. I really think that PlayStation is just like a large part of their business. Um, whereas that's just not going to be the case for Microsoft. I don't know if Xbox could ever get big enough in Microsoft's uh, portfolio to overtake some of the bigger businesses. Maybe, I don't know. Um, Maybe. But I don't feel like they're depending on it as much. You know what I mean? As, as but Sony. I feel like that's Microsoft's thing. They don't really depend on any portion of their business. They, I feel like they're so big. They're like, they have the ability to fail in certain areas and they're like, eh, on to the next or let you guys beat. That might help with creativity. Let them do whatever it is they do, however long they do it. And they might you know pop up something that's amazing and innovative because they have the freedom to fail and nobody's really looking at them. So there might be a bonus. I agree. I agree. I, I think anytime you don't have to depend on one thing, kind of just doing it all for you, it, it it is a bonus. And, you know, it's interesting because one of the big uproars was the fact that, that they came out and they said they were putting their uh, games on uh, PlayStation. Now, the thing is, like is the game could have been announced. I just don't. I don't Look, people were very it's like, like cheating on you. <laughs> they were like up in arms, like, oh, this is it. Like, this is the downfall <laughs> of console kind. Like, it's out of here. Like, we're, we're, this, this is this spells doom for Xbox. And and I feel like when I look at the game, so so far, there have been four games. Maybe if somebody listens to this far in the future, there'll be more. But I think I looked at Pentiment, which is a pretty good game. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush, mm -hmm. also a pretty good game. Grounded and Sea of Thieves. These are all quality games. Pentiment, Hi-Fi Rush, Grounded, Sea of Thieves. These are games that are going to be, there were Microsoft games that will be coming over to uh, PlayStation here relatively soon. Now, the issue that I take with this is it's not Halo. It's not Gears of War. It's not for, it's not any of their big, like, marquee yeah. names. You know what I mean? That I would be looking mm -hmm. for, like, a God of War kind of from PlayStation coming over to Xbox. would be monumental. Um mm -hmm. So it's not one of those. So that's when I first heard this announcement. That's kind of what I was thinking. I was thinking, okay, this is going to be major games that are going to be coming over, and people are, mm -hmm. are are right about the 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 downfall of the Xbox and stuff like that. Um, but I don't see that yet. And what's interesting is Sony has just so much more of an install base that I don't think Microsoft would really lose money doing this. I think if you buy Xbox and and, and there's still Game Pass, which we'll talk about, is a major issue. I think Xbox, depending on what Microsoft's strategy is, might just become a Game Pass machine. Like um, uh, you pay your monthly, you get a certain amount of games. You can play those games anywhere. I was playing those games on my tablet. They're like in the cloud, Danelle. So you don't necessarily have to download them to your console. I think you get better quality, but they were in the cloud. And you mm -hmm. can play them anywhere. I think that's going to be the pivot, so to speak. Like if you can take, if you can become and establish a Netflix for gaming, which Netflix itself mm -hmm. is getting the game. I don't know if you've seen but Netflix yeah, has a gaming uh, situation on there. So I think Netflix sees the writing on the wall of where that can go. Um, mm -hmm. But if Microsoft is able to get there, invest in it early, get a foothold in that, start uh, keep releasing its AAA titles to Game Pass day one, because that's something that PlayStation has its own streaming option, but they don't do to know. They don't release like mm -hmm. great, amazing titles day one on their streaming <laughs> platform like Maybe Game Pass it. does. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I feel like that's in the one up. My Xbox still has value because of Game Pass. And um, mm -hmm. 
whatever exclusives may come on it. Starfield was kind of like a hit and miss for them, um, which I think at some point Starfield will come to PlayStation, but they, they bought Bethesda. Starfield have been in the works forever. Everybody's waiting for that follow-up to Skyrim. Um, and it just fizzled out for Xbox. They missed <laughs> on that. Um, it just wasn't a great, it wasn't the game underwhelmed. So I think that mm. that was a big miss for them. But I also do think that maybe that will find more gamers on a PlayStation that has so much of a larger base, you know what I mean, than what Xbox has. So I think there's yeah. value there for them to do that. What are your thoughts on that? No, I mean, it's definitely value, especially if they're trying to do more of like a Netflix thing. But um, but like you said, doing the whole not having the releases day one, it's, it's kind of a big thing. People want that. And they can try to do like Netflix does where they, they have the um sign the deals with the the movie theater release and then like you gotta wait three months later and then actually get the streaming release i don't i don't know if that is the best thing to do people want the big names right then and there so if they're gonna do more like we put god of war out there i think they should do something like that or or create a whole different game for that to create the buzz for that um that type of thing um even with the stuff they just had like what i was just Binge watching with the last Airbender <laughs> with Netflix. The last the Airbender. Goodness gracious! Yes. You know that's a very. I went to <laughs> side show on the last and side note on the last Airbender. I had never heard of the show. I had never heard of it in life. Uh, uh, years ago, this is about man. This would have been like twelve years ago, 12, 13 years ago. It was a long time ago. Um, I was on a date, first date. She wanted to go watch the last Airbender in a the movie theater. We go watch the last Airbender, and I remember thinking, like, did <laughs> it ruin your day? <laughs> it, it, well, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this is where the caveman in me comes out. I'm a guy. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I'm there with a girl. I don't really care what this movie's about. You know what I mean? <laughs> what is, What is happening after this movie is what I care about. Now I'm just going <laughs> through the movie. Close. Whatever. I'm going. I'm going through the motions. But I do remember thinking. And, and, <laughs> Side eyeing her a couple of times, like because she was a teacher, right? And I remember side eyeing mm-hmm. her a couple of times, like maybe this is like the world that you're in. She was like an elementary, elementary middle school teacher, and maybe mm-hmm. that was like the world you're in. And um, maybe that's why she wanted to see it. Maybe she watched the show, and you know, but like, <laughs> that show's very for, for one, the, uh, the last Airbender series is very popular, it's yeah, a very it's popular good. series. It's good. So, um, but every time I hear Last Airbender, I think of I go back to that place in that movie theater. Like, <laughs> Did it ruin like, it for we, you? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just kind of like, what are we doing that later? Like, are we... <laughs> I would say M Night Shyamalan ruined your date. Just say that. I mean, that's fine. But I feel like if you'd watch, you'd watch this one that just came out, you'd have been good. <laughs> How many dates has Shyamalan ruined here? In, 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 <laughs> I know. Um, but you know, I think that it, it's it's a it's a valid point brought up is if you can make deals because right now, when you look at a lot of the games that are released on Game Pass. Uh, they are kind of like Xbox exclusive games. I don't know if Sony, because God of War is a Sony game. I'm not sure if Sony will ever do that, because I don't think that Sony has the motivation to know to or, or the stomach to do stuff like that, because they've had a, they're winning now. You see what I'm saying? So if you're Sony and they're looking at you guys like, hey, you guys can keep your game pass. You can keep doing what you're doing. But even with everything that you're doing, we're still outselling you three to one. We don't really have any real reason to do anything. You have to stay ahead of the game. You have to stay ahead. And that's by innovation, by doing different things. So that that is the incentive to do something like this. Like like with Game Pass, basically. You think Game Pass can pressure Sony to like 
put a God of War on, on like a streaming service like day one? Did you how I don't, how much pressure could 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 Microsoft put on Sony to do that if Sony's like, yo, we're already winning over here? And I definitely co-sign your innovation because we all remember uh, a Kodak moment. We all remember blockbuster videos. These companies are not mm-hmm. around anymore because they did not innovate and they were like industry leaders at one point in time mm-hmm. and they chose to ignore the writing on the wall, not innovate. And now you see where these companies are. So I'm not saying that that couldn't happen to Sony, but do you think if a company is winning already, um, do you think they're motivated to, to do what the, the other guy's doing that they're kind of like obliterating from a sales pr- perspective? I mean, if the company is looking at past, past, like the history of things, yes, I, I think they should. I think they would be more apt to do something like that or not. If not, since we've got a word, maybe a spinoff or something else. It's like, oh, the past exclusive type thing. Um, it says they want to invest in the future and build that more and get more people onto um, online, just strictly stream uh, online streaming games. And I, I think they need to. I think that would be the best thing to do. Um, I feel like it's too risky not to, in a way, even though you are the front, the front, you know, the leader or whatever, but it's just like running track. Sometimes when you're a leader, somebody might come up behind you, surprise, <laughs> that right. last Especially little stretch. They're like more motivated, right? They're, they're more yes. motivated because they're yes. sick of losing. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. If people are hungry, somebody's going to do something. Somebody else is going to try. Your competition is always back there lurking. They're going to pop out, but I got you. <laughs> now what? <laughs> come see now, me. you know what's I interesting? iPhone. It, it you know, totally, I 100% agree there. You won't get any debate with me from there because I do believe that Sony's not motivated to, so I can get why they wouldn't do it today. But does that mean that you can keep living tomorrow the way that you're living today and and mm-hmm. and feel like things will just always stay the same? You said uh, many companies in, have have paid the price for that line of thinking. So um, exactly. I think that it can definitely happen to Sony if, if Xbox keeps being aggressive. If Xbox is putting Call of Duty day one out on Game Pass, if it mm-hmm. gets very aggressive and it keeps putting out these games, I think there will be some pressure put on Sony. I just don't know if that pressure's there today. Let's talk about a little about Nintendo in the sense of like the, the space that Nintendo occupies because I feel like Nintendo is sitting off to the side and watching watching a fight happen, right? <laughs> they're just sitting off to the side. They're they're that person that's just in the crowd, that background person in the crowd watching the fight happen. You know what I mean? Like, y'all, like, y'all got this. <laughs> as long as we have Zelda and Mario, we're gonna ride this thing to the moon. Like we're 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 never. I don't think I would ever like. Why would Nintendo would if I'm Nintendo? Maybe I do go with a Game Pass type model because Nintendo is in the, is occupies a certain space where their games. Even their old games, because they're only available there, you can still mm-hmm. sell at their premium because you can't get them lower. It's kind of like Apple products, right? Apple's mm-hmm. only going to sell its products below a certain price because they know mm-hmm. that you're, you're not going to find the budget iPhone for like $150. It just ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. You got to go back 100 years, go back to the iPhone with no number. And, and, I, and I even think that's worth a lot more money now. Um, so you think Nintendo's uh, the luxury brand of the gaming? I think they have pricing power because they have they have characters and exclusives that people will always come to them for. So as long as you have like a Donkey Kong, a Mario, should I just name the people on my shirt here? I should just go <laughs> ever. So it's like Air, um, or Nintendo. Let's name the whole Mario the universe world. on my shirt. Um, but <laughs> if, if, as long as you have uh these characters that people are forced to mess with you like what do they they have to go there if mario was available on like five different consoles then that dilutes nintendo's power so to speak and i feel like when you're a company like nintendo and you don't have the same money as a microsoft i'm not even sure if they are as big as sony i have to look and see but i know they're not as microsoft so 
if you don't have that power, then you got to be very concentrated. You know what I mean? And they, I feel like Nintendo's done a very good job of concentrating its market. And if you want those games, you want to play Mario Kart, sorry, you're, you're going to have to play it on a Nintendo <laughs> um, device. Um, yeah, I would agree. They've, they've done very well in protecting their brand and their characters, and that's helped them out over the years so that nobody else is coming up with something similar or just like it or you know, close enough to it or whatever. And I think that Sega that tried with Sonic. Happened. It just didn't really hit. I mean, Sonic's still around, yeah. fortunately for Sega, <laughs> but it was never any Mario, yeah. right? Mm, but that, that live action kind of, uh, was it the fur, the fur gate that too? That was Yo, <laughs> for you fur as well. gate. Ugh. Oh my God. It's weird. With how sensitive they get about characters that they've kind of loved, you know what I mean? And you know what's well, interesting? Rightfully so. Do, do you like feel like, like, you the, like the, fan, the fan boys and girls take over once it gets on the net and then things kind of take a, a, a whole life of their own? So maybe just kind of message your character. But that's with all kind of animation or like imagination based things. Like people have an that's idea true. of what this is and how it should be. And if it doesn't align with that, that's a problem. Same with book talk and everything else. <laughs> like if, it, if you come out with something that's not along the lines of what I think it's going to be, chaos. Especially when somebody or people are so united um, around such niche things. Like gaming used to be big. Yeah. Only this group used to do it. So of course they're going to be very protective over what that stands for and what it means and everything else. But like with other gaming um, companies diversifying, doing different things, stretching out, wanting to appeal to more people, just like uh, with, what is it with Taylor Swift and the Super Bowl, they want to reach more people and, and get out there so they don't they don't die off so they don't become obsolete and it's just something that has to happen that's why getting rid of the consoles and everything else that's it's gonna be the way to go really so when do you think because a lot of people because i i feel like if you say something will happen like that right it's like people who say um they feel like it's the end of the world if you say that every day of your life and you go, you fast forward a million years and people are always saying it, it's going to be right for somebody one day, maybe in time somewhere. If they, if it's mm -hmm. being said literally every single day um, at some point in history, at some point in time. So I think that where I'm at with the whole consoles dying situation, which is kind of like the point of the show, is I think that, of course, there will be less need for a console at some point in time. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just that when is that point coming? Like, I, I don't know how I still think personally we're a console or two away from that. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe at some point they will do like a Roku type situation where they have like just a little streaming type device. You know what I mean? Ooh, where you I feel can like just that'd be worse. Do you really? Why, why would you say? I, mean, I, I don't know. Like, but. You can get into a cheaper price point there because um, I think some yeah. of the things you brought up were were valid. Like you brought up the point of the consoles costing so much, right? Like and and these yeah. three, four, five hundred dollars price points are, are expensive. Um, but I don't want to plug in the console like a Fire Stick. <laughs> <laughs> you can have like a little like console, a little Xbox stick. Put this stick in that thing into your HDMI, man. Yeah. You pay thirty bucks for that. <laughs> I feel like that thing will fly off the shelves. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but Change I think that you know what, <laughs> I think um, what you call it Google tried that with Stadia and we did a Stadia <laughs> show years ago yeah and it has not has not How'd worked that work out, out? You know, it does not <laughs> we, we should do a Stadia recap I remember we did that show we did that show like three three four years ago and uh yeah, yeah man um fast forward to now and my Stadia is <laughs> collecting dust I got sent. My, I got sent a Stadia. I got sent one for free and did not play it. <laughs> I couldn't force you to get into that. <laughs> oh my god! It came with a Comcast like Ultra, right? 
a little Chromecast Ultra and it had a joystick mm-hmm. and it had games you could play. And, and I feel like the, the issue with Stadia is, um, you know what? Let me bring up, draw attention to my Fallout watch too for people who don't. Pit Bar, I'm not sure if I'm not really You're moving. Yeah, it's a little, little <laughs> boy watch there. By the way, if people think that this is just a game. It's here every day. My gaming is with me every day. Um, but it, it's uh, it came with a, it came with a controller, and I feel like the issue with the with Stadia was the biggest problem. I would say was no exclusives, and then it would get certain games late. They'd be like, "Oh, we got this Assassin's Creed out now on here, and that Assassin's Creed been out on other consoles for like a year or two. So it's kind of yeah. like it, it it was like no big deal. And I think that they played up the whole like stream. You know, I need to have a console and stuff like that, and that's mm-hmm. great. But maybe they were just here too early, like the you know the Palm Pilot and a couple other devices that were similar <laughs> to like what Apple, Apple what iPhone time. is now. Yeah, mm-hmm. because sometimes you come out just too early, you know, and then you were just too ahead of the game. And yeah. I feel like that's where we are with streaming. I feel like Stadia is a good example of that. Mm-hmm. If we were closer to just um, streaming versus having consoles, I feel like they would have done a little bit. I'm not saying that they would have been done amazing because exclusives are still going to be what sells your brand no matter what, and they just didn't Mm -hmm. have them. Um, But at the same time, I feel like it would have sold better if, if, if society was moving in that direction, if that makes sense. If society was moving in that direction, it might have been salvageable. But I Mm -hmm. think like, yo, instead... People are waiting in line for PlayStation 5s. Is PlayStation 5 yeah. selling out in seconds? You know, if, if, but, but I feel like the COVID too, stuff you know? added to that though. Like, COVID it absolutely added to that. did. It, it, yes. it was like literally yes. three years of acceleration. And I, we'd almost have to have another COVID level event for the streaming to really kick in, especially if the Wi Fi or, you know, internet access and broadband gets to where it needs to be. Like, that's all, all we really need is one more pandemic. <laughs> you know, what's like, interesting is that, that that's true. Like, the, the, the con, like, COVID definitely pulled um, some of that forward from a streaming perspective, and, and COVID definitely had an effect, right? That being said, though, I will tell you, I'm going I'm to go deep into my nerddom here. I'm going to expose myself here for, for, for the audience here with you tonight. You weren't already there? Oh, so okay. from my, yes, you're absolutely right. I've already done quite a bit of exposing. Um, for our PlayStation 2, I spent the night at a local Best Buy for our PlayStation 2. There's people out hold there on, playing songs. On. You passed. When did, why did I not know about you? Spent the night waiting. So back you in the day the when morning. PlayStation Two came out, I had a friend named Randy I work with, and Rand, me and Randy were at work, and we we're talking about man, you know, the PlayStation comes out tonight, you know, midnight drop, whatever. And he was like, "Yeah, you know, we'll try to get one." I'm like, "Oh yeah, me too, man. Well, I'm just don't know if I'm gonna be lucky enough to get one." It's like, all right, cool. Fast forward to about. Nine thirty, ten o'clock ish, ten thirty ish or night. Randy calls me. He's like, "Hey man, uh, I'm here at this Best Buy, and they they have some consoles here. They have a limited amount. They have some, but they have some here." I was like, "Bro, I'll be right up there." So <laughs> I go up there. I'm up there, <laughs> right? So I'm up there. I'm in line. Like I said, there was lawn chairs. People. It's it was good because it was it was entertaining because it was a moment. Because I've never spent the night for any. I'm ne- I've never been the guy to camp out for like concert tickets or been that guy for sneaker releases where I'm just gonna sit here for three days and wait for this sneaker. <laughs> I've never been that guy. But it was interesting being around these people because they some of these people look like professionals. They had lawn chairs. People were singing songs. Somebody's out there with a guitar. Um, and I'm like, yo, we're this is incredible. So I sat in my line. Randy was about 
uh, 20 people up. You know, I got there, you know, trying mm-hmm. to throw him to do something. Oh, he wouldn't quick. let you sit with him? No, I'm not. Listen, I don't, I don't need all that, Randy. You've done your job. You called me and I'm here. <laughs> you called and, me. Uh, uh, yeah, you called me. That's all I needed. So <laughs> the goal, we're there and we spent the night. You know, Best Buy doesn't open to like 10 o'clock. Best Buy doesn't open mm-hmm. at like six o'clock in the morning. So we were there for hours. We spent about there for about 12, 13 hours waiting for my mm-hmm. PlayStation. So I waited then. Fast forward to I skipped PlayStation 3. I didn't really. My Xbox 360, I, I didn't buy until Gears of War came out. And then I felt like I had to have it. Um, fast forward to PlayStation 4. PlayStation 4. Pre-order. Uh, I went to Walmart. I waited in line at Walmart. This this way was only about four hours, though. So we're in line. I'm waiting in line back there. And luckily, at the Walmart, they were like, you can... They came and gave tickets at a certain point. So mercifully, we didn't have to freaking stand in line. <laughs> Because I got up there about seven-ish, six or seven, six or seven, I got up there for a midnight release. So it's going to release like mm. six, about six hours later. So I get up there, and luckily with, with that situation, we were in line about four to five hours before they came and just gave tickets to people. And they were like, you tickets, but they were like, you can keep your ticket, but you can't leave the store, but you don't have to stand here. Oh. So then I just went and waited out. Uh, yeah, we just in line and we're there. We're like, we're here, bro. We're not moving. Um, and they were like, okay, here are tickets for your PlayStation 4s, and you just have to go like you can go like browse the store. They had this particular store had a McDonald's. So I just went and waited out the rest of my time, like at the McDonald's okay. and got some food and just like sat okay. there for an hour or two. Um this next console cycle, um, which was the PlayStation 5. Same thing. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. And I'm, I'm, but here's the problem. I got worried about it because I couldn't go wait. You know, this is pandemic time here. They're not like releasing this at a store. Yeah. You get, it has to be shipped to you. So we're like waiting. And I'm like, I'm just refreshing on my phone. I'm refreshing on my phone. I'm, I'm trying, you know, <laughs> this is when you have the devices. Anybody who knows what I'm talking about, you got like three or four devices setting up and you're like, all of them refresh, refresh. Like, and I kept getting closer and closer. Like my console would be in the, basket or my console will be in mm-hmm. the checkout but i could not complete the purchase before it was like okay oh, this mm-hmm. item is not available you know you're just clicking 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 yeah um but then uh my girl told me about um somebody she follows online called the freebie guy she follows the guy on freebie guy and she's like hey well he just uh said that walmart just released some more uh playstations I hit the refresh right then, and it went through right at that second, like right at that second, yeah. it went through. And I was like, "Oh yeah, it's got a pre, I got a pre-order. I'm, I'm, I'm super hyped." So, I will tell you that for me personally, the hype of being there for when a new console drops has not dissipated, like whatsoever. Um, despite mm-hmm. where society seems to be moving with just streaming of games, and I, the same thing too. When that PlayStation Four Pro comes out, PlayStation Five Pro comes out, mm-hmm. I'm going to be there for it. Um, <laughs> If a PlayStation 6 console comes out, I'm prepared to spend the time. I'm going to hunker down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't care what it takes. I'm going to be there to try to get it. But I do think that as, at a certain point in time, this will be right. That was a, a kind of a long way of coming back around to the original point of like, mm-hmm. at some point in time, Danelle, this will be true. At some point in time. At some point in time, you're going to have um, just streaming gaming and there will be just an app that's capable of giving you the same fidelity and no, no lag that a console has. But I think that we're a console cycle or two away from that. As we close out our show, where, how far do you think? Do you think there's any more content? Do you think this is the last, like some people are saying this is the last one. Do you, are you in that camp? 
No, I don't think it's a last. Definitely not because people, like I said, people like the nostalgia. They like having physical things now because everything yeah. that around us seems like you, you you don't own anything anymore. Like you don't own homes. Like they've gotten away from doing some of the console stuff too. It's like sometimes people don't even really own their phones because they're they're buying that back from like whatever bill phone company. Yeah, subsidizing. So I, I, I think that at least they, I would say two to three cycles, then people will start kind of waning off of that. Uh, I mean, if we have another major event, then people will throw it out the door too, especially if another option is cheaper and they really want to game with something. But um, to, uh, to your story, I think the the emotional gratification of getting that console, I think the companies will have to find a way to make up for that or or give you that feeling of um, of having that in a, in a streaming platform and in a release. So if they do the releases and have some kind of um, exclusive for like a new world that you can only get through the streaming, like they, get, they need to find a way to make up for the emotional gratification that you get from the console itself. Until that happens, I think that people will still have it. Well, I'm going to end there because I want to still have it. And I, and I, and I, before, before you say that we're not going to have it, let's just go ahead and end, end, end this show here. Danelle, I appreciate you taking some time out to entertain a nerd. You know, i got to do more nerd topics. I do a lot of different topics on the show. Um, but I don't do enough nerd topics, which I want to do more of. So we'll definitely do some more of that. We got to get, you know, we got to get back into Danelle. We started because we started under the premise of our love for anime and we haven't done any anime yeah. shows we haven't uh, done so we will definitely <laughs> we will get back to doing some maybe some anime shows here at some point definitely appreciate you taking some time out here to know no thank you for having me i know netflix is doing a push to have more anime on their platform i still have my country role and everything else so i'm, I'm here i'm here for yo that. i heard that animation is gone now like i i, I it's it's it i'm sad i'm sad about that because i think Funimation had like english it english was, dubs no I thought just uh, just for their uh, opening title sequence, Funimation. Yes, <laughs> love it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know if that's around anymore, man. We're we're, we're gonna. It's not, we're, but I'll listen to a, it. A deep dive into into uh, those those kind of streaming situations to see kind of where where the direction of of anime is going here. Uh, this is Reggie ATL. Check us out. Stitcher, Hard Radio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast. Also on Instagram, which I will be on one day in my life. I don't know when what day that will actually this. be on. You're not I say that every show. I'm gonna say that every show. Until it actually happens. I'm just, just not motivated. <laughs> um, I'm too busy with gaming with my consoles and like living my life. But I will definitely be on there at, at some point. And, and maybe I'll put these on YouTube. When I put my sports shows on YouTube. So maybe we'll put these on YouTube here one day at some point in time. Thank you for checking us out, ladies and gents. See you next time.